0: Now, current release is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, the second in the reboot of the Planet of the Apes series. One of those uh, reboots that no one wants, that no one needed, until they got it. And the first uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes was a really good film. I was very impressed with it. It just seemed like there was no purpose to actually having the movie, and obviously Tim Burton had tried in the early part of the last decade with a terrible terrible planet of the apes movie uh i think was it Wahlberg and helena Bonham carter but it's a really bad film but rise of the planet of the apes was excellent it it it, it set the scene where um the whole notion of uh, the human race being subject to this virus which is as a result of them trying to fiddle with nature and uh the captivity of the apes particularly anthony circus who andy circus sorry who's performance of caesar the lead ape the first ape to actually attain the ability to have this level of cognitive understanding and how sad he was and how hurt he was by the situation he was in and the and the slavery where he ended up he couldn't live in the family home anymore because of his extraordinary strength and um, obviously naturally prone to violent outbursts which were very very dangerous for much much weaker humans to deal with and he ended up at first being in this um, appalling uh, lab facility where he was treated appallingly, but managed to get the other apes around him to formulate this uh, breakout plan, and they escaped off into the redwood trees outside of San Francisco Bridge uh, in a very memorable end to it. Um, And James Franco, who I cannot remember if he died or not at the end of that film, I really cannot remember, but he's long gone. And this second film, which is directed by Matt Reeves, it focuses on a future where virtually all of humanity is gone. All of humanity has been wiped out by a virus. The remaining enclaves of people living in these uh, protected enclaves are basically immune to the virus as uh, one in every so many thousand people is, is actually has a natural immunity to it. And the main group they focus on, uh, here's the stars of it, well, Gary Oldman is probably the leader of this new band of uh, sort of like, it's almost like a Mad Max scenario where they're living in an old industrial facility. Um, and they're about to run out of power. And when they do, they're going to run out of an awful lot of things. So they try and go up to a dam to f- switch this dam on to get the water flowing through it and the electric, electrical power running back to their to their homestead or this, this uh weird futuristic uh, industrial building they're living in um and also uh jason clark i think is a, he's a, basically the action center of the movie but in order to get to the dam they then have to pass through the area of forest which is for many years this takes place quite a few years after the first one the apes have actually built a society of their own and is sort of relevant to the way a human society would develop. They haven't got TVs yet, but all of the other facets of their shelters and everything out there are highly relatable, and they show signs of actually evolving more and more as, as a species into a, a broadly human species. And they're led still by Caesar, who is a, a wise, benevolent ruler, and uh, and uh, he's a part of Andy Serkis has played. Now, it's... A film that has got absolutely spectacular reviews on the aggregate site Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's got like 94%, which is like nine, nine 9.5 out of 10. Is it that good? I actually don't think it is. Um, I think the the positives about the film are the same things almost, or they're dependent on the negatives of the film. So for me, the positives are its subtlety it doesn't ram you over the head with anything it's got very very strong visuals effects and the like but it doesn't it's not as grandiose as the first film it happens over a much smaller scale and the story itself is really quite limited i felt quite limited i felt like it was it's supposed to be the whole human race but um that's also the positive that he distills this global experience down to really two groups the apes in this particular part of the world and the humans that are living alongside them and the humans still have guns and accidents or stupidity happens and it leads to massive friction between the two groups but what it does do is it gives you a very interesting human dynamic across both species they don't pit the humans against the apes you can see like-minded humans and like-minded apes banding together against the opposite of the more warmongering humans and warmongering apes. And those are the real high points. It's a very intellectually profound and intelligent movie, more so than virtually any blockbuster I've seen in recent times. Um, I think Anthony, Ant- 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 I keep calling him Andy, Andy Serkis, does deserve some sort of acting award. It can't be anyone else that has delivered three different award-worthy CGI performances. He was brilliant as King Kong, and he was outstanding as Gollum, and many thought he should have got an acting Oscar, at least nomination for the first time for a CGI character. But this is, uh, I think, his finest hour. He is absolutely superb as Caesar. He could not be more human, even though he's coming through a filtered CGI presence every glance of his eyes every look of pain of conflict his voice everything is so brilliant i think andy circus is an actor that deserves a lot more recognition than he's been getting and i would like to see him up for some awards for this film like i said the scope is quite limited um and and again that leads to the positives which are that it exists on subtle human interaction, on motivations, on the way that people band together through like-minded causes, even if they're supposedly enemies. Um, I was minded, even though it's nothing like it, of the movie uh, Le Grand Illusion* by Jean Renoir, where you get the prisoners of war and the poorer soldiers all sort of um, having more in common than they do with their own officer class. And the officer class are actually... Very easy to relate to the enemy officer class, but actually quite disdainful of the soldiers underneath them. And it kind of reminded me of that the way that the uh, circus's ape, who is honourable and noble and wise, as joins up with humans that are of a like mind that don't want to see conflict and don't want to see war, but there are the negative niggling elements that do and try and manipulate the situation. Um, the effects are great, there's some great battle scenes. It's not an absolute spectacular film i don't think some people are saying it is but um given the limited nature of the story i was really found that a lot of the other stuff quite profound but not quite a, a nine out of ten for me so i'm going to give dawn of planet of the apes which is a uh, really well directed by matt reese and contains at least one very strong performance by andy circus i the other thing i'd say is gary oldman the side the humans didn't really do anything for me i didn't think that any of the other human performances were that necessarily great. It's an interesting film in that it makes you side with the apes more than it does with the humans because they are actually more humanized in it. It's kind of like stock characters on the human side. So I'm going to give Dawn of Planet of the Apes 8 out of 10. And this is another one from the feature album Arab Music for Professional Use.